Hi, everybody, and welcome to You're the Man Now, Dog, colon, happy hour spinoff. It's the improv and conversation podcast with the new spinoff featuring myself and my co-host, Ryan Rosenberg. Hello. And our happy hour co-hosts, Talia Tabin. Hi. And Victoria Longwell. Hello. Everybody had their own nice little high. <laughs> you gotta have uh, your own nice little high, your own little branded what you say when you arrive. Yeah. You guys have one of those? Um for a long well, time you... mine was what's happening. But not, but not anymore. That's a long that's a that's a hefty commitment, I feel like. It's usually I guess a response to the first hello. Someone mm. welcomes you and you yeah. go, What's happening? You know. Oh. Yeah, what do I do? I think I go like you know, <laughs> yeah, you definitely get into that place of like, ah. yeah, yeah, I probably do too. Ryan, you and I said the same thing at the same time to each other on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, what was this? It? Yeah, I sure did. We both said cornholio. <laughs> I think we greeted each other as cornholios. We both said, oh, cornholio. <laughs> i haven't been seeing enough other people so it was one of the last things we i feel like talked about and just been bouncing around so wow all of Uh, my interactions have been very (laughs) rote recently (laughs) because they're the same ones and i'm not having any new experiences so well everybody it's a new experience for you all out there it is happy hour uh every two weeks we get together we talk about what we've been up to we do some improv if you're listening to the free episode you can come to our patreon patreon.com backslash you're the man now dog and watch video of this if you subscribe and probably hear some deleted scenes as well from this one previous ones and all our other improv episodes uh, and conversations so everyone it's it's may as of this recording 12th i think we're like officially and that's like two months yeah i think march 12th is when everything started yeah when rudy gobert tested positive somebody texted me today like it's been nine weeks i feel Mm. like they're i feel like they're adding one on (laughs) do you think it was the lead singer of the bare naked ladies (laughs) (laughs) nine weeks since i looked at you Yeah, it's a long time. I mean, two months is, what is that? That's a sixth of the year, right? That's like a big chunk. Two months, one-sixth of the year. Yeah, two you're right. Two out of 12, right. yeah, it would be one-sixth. So in, in another hey, month, man. it'll be a quarter of the year, <gasps> which is like a lot. I mean, you know. You, it's a whole season. Yeah, right. I've only lived 34 years, and to think that the next one might be all in my house is a big chunk of my total life, right? Like Oof. one- I know. Over right? 1% probably. Well, I think I can't do the math that fast, but yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Wait, drink alert. Victoria. Drink alert. Drink alert. Just casually... Oh, sorry. Oh, my word. Tell us everything. If you're not Can watching I... the video, you really should be. Victoria just snuck on a <laughs> tall, I wouldn't call it a white wine glass, but something. And it's got, what am I seeing? A strawberry sh- on the rim Looks like a sliced strawberry wow. on there. can i yeah. can i tell you about this drink uh 
First of all, I just got this glass. It's a Nick and Nora glass. Infinite, Infinite playlist? playlist? Nick yeah. and Nora's? It plays music? It's actually Nick and Nora based off of uh, this detective couple that was from like a 1930s crime story called The Thin Man. And then they made a TV show or a movie about them. A movie, I guess. Mm. Um, but they were like big drinkers. Uh, mm. so this is Nick and big drinkers. Uh, so this was a, this is Nick and Nora glass I just got, uh, and because it was it where it's so early in the day, I was like, I want to do something like summery or whatever. Although it's only seventy degrees today, but so I did a French seventy five, but I garnished <gasps> the strawberry. Nice, okay. fabulous. Now, French seventy, yeah, Dan. Uh, I was going to throw a guess out there because I half right. remember. Is it champagne and gin? Mm-hmm. And wow. there, is there soda water or just those two? You know, I actually saw some. Uh, did I, I don't think the there's French... soda water in it. I no. So the way I made it is lemon juice, a little simple syrup, um, and then just gin and champagne. No soda water. No, no, no. Don't dilute it. No. How were your portions? Did you make it right? I think so. It tastes pretty good. Uh, I don't think good. I. I don't think I. I did less simple syrup than they said. They said uh, half an ounce, but I did not do that. Uh, but otherwise, I think it was half an ounce of lemon juice, an ounce of gin, and then two ounces of champagne. You do all the first stuff in a shaker with ice, and then you do it in the thing, and then you top it off with the champagne. Ooh, gorgeous. What a nice afternoon drink. That does sound like the perfect little refresher. Lovely. Yeah. Because it's got something in there, some gin, but also, you know, bubbly. Yeah. I feel like I could recover from it if I had to. Mm -hmm. Good. I realized as I was, like, getting ready for for our happy hour, I don't have any, like, cool time drinks anymore. Like, any cool time, uh, like, I don't have any rosé, I don't have any white wine, and I don't Uh. have any champagne left. I mean, I have, like... Mm. Like, I have, like, probably two or three bottles of, like, nice champagne from, like, gifted wedding stuff. But I'm not going to open that for me right now. Just, you know. Uh, Can I – I'm going to throw out a classic Lippert recommendation. You know you love him. You hear about him all the time. (laughs) Uh, Jump into, if you want a summer drink, uh, Ostrich Farm in Los Angeles delivers bottles of wine. Uh, and they have they deliver a, a, bo- a bottle of Lambrusco that's like an Italian I sweet wine love that is the perfect amount of uh, like refreshing but not too sweet. Some Lambruscos are very sweet. Uh, jump into that. That's my liquor liquor t- recommendation. I'm diving in the deep end. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so good. Uh, hey, it, I, I had I had it last week and it was great. I got to do that. Is that what you're drinking right now? Me. No, I'm I'm back on my old bullshit um, here, which is about this much. I'm three quarters of the glass of uh, Lacroix, and then some Bruto Americano, oh, yeah. and then I don't know if you could see them, but a couple strawberries oh, yes! based on the long well recommendation. <laughs> that is beautiful. You know, I have strawberries in the fridge, and I got half a mind to go get one right now. But I'm oh, you got a straw? No, I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna do it later. Okay. I also sliced some on a plate in case I want to throw them into my drink. Oh my right. god! I'm glad I tasted it un, un, 
Because you have the lemon juice too. It might be enough of like a a taste. It is. Yeah. But I love a drunken piece of fruit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. The the very last bite. I Mm -hmm. made a Paloma Mm -hmm. the other day. That was too strong for me right now. A thing of whiskey was a little, it was, would have put me over the edge, but a little lime juice and grapefruit juice and tequila. And Mm. uh, that was a fun, that was a fun drink, but that that fucked me up. (laughs) Yeah. You got to be careful with the cocktails because they're, now that they're so fun, now that they're so fun that you kind of, at least I can drink them like kids drinks. Like, Ooh, it's, it's just a party, but it's like, no, this is like a poison. <laughs> Quite literally, like if you drink it like a you know a juice box, you're gonna get sick. What a bummer, bartender! You guys, thanks for coming with me to um, what's a bar that I know? What's the name of a bar that I know? Um, the one we're at right now, or just any bar that you know? What's the question? No, what's the name of the one that we're at right now? I'm having this thing now that I'm so I got this huge promotion. I can't remember the name of anything. Okay, right now, uh, right now we are at uh, Cafe Figaro. Duh! Oh my god! Sorry, you guys. I just, I guess, with like huge promotion and responsibility, like a lot of the little like things, just like woof, just fly right out hey, of your head. Christine, congratulations! <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if this was a toast or a reminder that we should congratulate you for the promotion, but congrats for the promotion. Christine. Well, let's get some drinks, guys. Yeah, folks, do how it. we doing today? Can I get you something uh, to drink? Get you something to get started? Great. Right. Our friend just got promoted. She is um, now the head of the whole West Coast of Fox, um, cl- the Fox clothing line, you know, BMX biking, skater congratulations! Thanks. I just jumped over from Supreme. I was there and now I'm just like. Um, you went from Supreme to Fox. Mm-hmm. Which is. Congratulations. It's a bigger uh, company. It, it's a bigger company. Absolutely. It is a bigger company. Yeah. It's a, yeah. I mean, it was just, I love Supreme. What? I don't know. Why are we? You don't she see knows a lot of Tony Fox. Hawk. You don't see a lot of Fox in cities, I'll say. Oh, uh, well, I'm, a, I'm here to change that. <laughs> yeah. Cool. cool. Well, what can I get you guys to get started? Maybe a glass of wine, cocktail, something from the bar. Um, I love a Long Island iced tea. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We can make okay. that. Well, sure. She's on the West Coast, but not yet with her drinks. Uh, I guess if we're doing just uh, big, tall drinks with all the alcohol in them, I'll do a, I'll do an, um, an adios, motherfucker. Okay. Usually people just call it an adios, but I'm happy to absolutely <laughs> do the whole thing. Sorry about that. I'll do okay. an adios. Said a nice French b- bistro. So, <laughs> um, well, I guess then there's nothing left to do but to order a pint glass of. Sex on the beach. Fucking on the beach. <laughs> I got it the first time with sex on the if beach. If I could have doggy style on the beach, please. <laughs> no problem. Oh, wow. The nastiest one you could think of. Uh, you know, I have no problem getting these for you guys. Um, give me just one second at the bar and... Are you the bartender? You know what a doggy style on the beach is, right? Absolutely. Okay, yeah. it's a the, the, it's a salt rim on there, um, <laughs> yeah. so it's like sand on your knees. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Makes sense. All right. like I do just want to let you feet. know we do have a new policy where we're making sure that we're not over serving anymore. Okay. Um, we're happy to do whatever you want in the first rounds, but since this is poison, we're going to be a little bit more responsible. I'll be right back. Poison? How did he just say it was poison? Yikes! Did you just say it was poison? He really did. 
It's weird. I mean, they're selling it on the street. It can't be that poisonous. What part of that was him editorializing? I know that they have to say we're not serving, we're not over serving people. Did they make him say it's poison or did he decide to add that? All right, daredevils, here we go. Here you go, Long Island and butt sex on the beach. And the third one. That's not quite what I I got right. I'm excited. I'm sorry. (laughs) I figured you. I figured you'd be game. Um, uh, The butt sex on the beach has amaretto in it, so it's a little darker. I think, right? (laughs) That's right. Exactly. Like poop. (laughs) You saw me mixing over there, didn't you? Uh, I'm just a fan of, uh, you know, specialty drinks. Well, I'll give you guys a minute. Go ahead and take a look at the happy hour menu here. We got a lot of good small bites, and I'm going to come check on your health Before, in a little bit. But we're fine, sir. We're fine. Okay. Before you go back, maybe uh, why don't we do a calamari and uh, maybe like a shrimp cocktail for the table? Ooh, yeah. Wow, another cocktail. Absolutely. Well, shrimp cocktail. Like, okay. uh, Fries for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. I'll get that for you. Good choices. Good choices. All safe, healthy choices. Oh, okay. How much of this... Did something happen to one of your customers recently? Yeah, I... Well, I was not paying attention at the bar, and I served them six too many Long Island iced teas. Too many? Well, they had three that were under the belt, and then they had six extras because... Nine Long Island. Well, they had a jacket and a hat, and they came in looking different every time, and I couldn't tell. Anyway, that was when I really found out that alcohol is poisonous. That that man died in the street. Yeah. That makes sense. That's really traumatizing. So I'll be right back with those appetizers, and uh, (laughs) give me just a sec. Well, Talia, congrats on uh, the promotion. I guess we should toast. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, can we just... I don't think any... Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. What's up, George? No, go ahead. I was just saying, uh, I just want to enjoy today because after today, I'm going to have to work so hard to get Fox all on the West Coast as much as it is on the East Coast. You know what I mean? Trent, yeah, and and into the cities and everything like that. And you're going to kill it. You're going to kill it. We believe in you. I mean, Orange County is a, such a stronghold of Fox. I'm sure you'll make it out of there. And you, you know go. so much French fries. Oh, sorry, sorry. Here oh. you go. Those French fries. Got that virgin yeah. shrimp cocktail. Mm. And oh, shoot. You didn't have to say virgin. Well, it is virgin. There's no alcohol in it, even though it is a cocktail. So I support it. Um, I'm, You know, I'm going to have to go get another server real quick. I spilled some of the poison on my hand and i need to run to the restroom i need to run bob can you check on them please bob it's not gonna hurt you it's poison ma'am i've killed a person i i I heard you disagreeing with me you know i've killed a man did you hear me say that i did and can i tell you i think that that's so hard what happened but it is just not your fault thank you i thought you were gonna fight me Thank you. No, I think what you're describing is an incredibly traumatic thing. We're on your side. We hear you. Okay. You can get alcohol poisoning, but it is not physically poisonous to the touch on your body or anything like that. Good distinction. Okay. All right. Well, I'll just take these drinks out of the way for you guys. Thanks for coming to your senses. We still want the drinks. Yeah, we'll take the drinks. Okay. So where are we? What, I, I think it? that none of us are going to order an entire bottle's worth of tequila, rum, 
and vodka. It was two no. bottles of each. Okay. We do. We're, we're having a couple right. drinks to celebrate our friend's promotion, and uh, okay. I, I, we, which, I guarantee you, she can hold her liquor, right, Talia? Uh, yeah, I work for Fox. Okay, well, let Tony me. Tony Hawk's you- your boss. <laughs> Tony Hawk's my boss, so you better believe I can chug a handle and be just fine. I'll grab you a second one, then. I trust you. I just, you're gonna have to take some responsibility today because I sometimes have a tough time. I'll be right back with your second Long Island. Thank you. Okay, so you guys. What should I have people call me at work? Oh, I wouldn't let the promotion get to your head. I think just Talia still. No, I don't know. That just seems like the same, like whatever it is calling me before. Don't you think they should call me something different? Like, like I should have started people call me like ma'am or, or uh, miss or like um, boss or chief or something. Oh, Victoria, you, you're, a, you're a lead at your company. What, what does everyone call you? Well, I mean, I am the CEO, but people just call me Victoria, or I suppose some interns call me Mrs. Longwell. But yeah, but it'd be weird if they walked around calling me Chief Exec all the time, you know, or like, "Hey, officer." <laughs> I just think it's different because Fox is such a big company. <laughs> Talia. Yeah. Congratulations on the promotion. Thank you. Congratulations, Thanks, Talia. <laughs> all right, Thanks, here we go, guys. guys. Sorry about all that stuff earlier. Here's another Long Island, another uh, sex on the beach in a pint glass. And um, what did you have, sir? Uh, I had an adios, motherfucker. Okay, yes. I'll be right back with another one of those. Sorry. Thank you. I've never heard of that. What is that, George? An adios, motherfucker? Yeah. It's a Uh, dangerous drink. It's a dangerous drink filled with blue curacao. It's blue curacao, so you can't even see the booze. You're spitting all over the side of her face. (laughs) I don't want you to drink. I'm spitting into drinks. Are you on those little wheelie shoes? Is that how you got over so fast? Yes, because not only is alcohol dangerous, but the speed to which you help someone after they've had a sip is important. One time hey. someone had a sip and they choked on a fry and I didn't make it in time. They coughed oh really hard. People, customers of yours keep getting physically injured. It's or not me. I... It's not me. <laughs> I, you just rolled over very fast and not in a ton of control and spit all over my friend's face in her drink. She's a CEO. Well, but of a small company. I get it. You wouldn't you know, it's know really just not by looking at her. It's okay, Spotify here, is not I... that small. It's actually... <laughs> Quite big. Can, I mean, congratulations. Compared to Fox. Compared to Fox. Uh, Fox, Fox, Fox Racing is Fox a pretty Racing? big company. Spotify seems big in the cities, but, you know, in the rural, everybody's wearing Fox. Nobody's listening. They were listening to the good old-fashioned radio. Now, Pandora. Sir, I was Pandora. I, yeah, Pandora. Can I tell you, I, I feel like you're you're in the wrong place. You're still at this job. Where you've had all these traumatic experiences, I just got promoted. I am looking for an assistant, and I am ready to hire you on the spot. Your dedication, really, your your uh, you know oh, yeah. forward thinking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, I've never, <laughs> I've never worked for a magnate like this before. Oh yeah, I'm kicking you under the table. <laughs> was it was it was it me spitting oh, in the sorry. drinks? Was that what did it for you? Was it me spitting in all the food and drinks? It was very fast acting, and I feel like you oh, would. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why? Why are you guys saying my name? Why are you saying my name like that? Why are you covering your face? What's wrong? What's wrong? Just think about this decision, Talia. I want to hire you 
as my executive assistant. I think well, it's a great idea. They may have an assistant for you. No, I quit. I quit. Oh. Fabulous. <laughs> Are there applause <laughs> from the kitchen? <laughs> no. Yeah, man, now, dog. Oh, has anyone has anybody ever applauded when you've left before? <laughs> that would hurt my feelings so bad. That would be the worst. Uh, I would just watched one about Bob last night, though, for the oh, first time in my life. So oh, long. you and my mom. It, you, me and your mom. Uh, except for now, I have seen it. Or did she watch it last night? She just watched, watched it a few a few nights ago. Oh, I thought you guys watched it together. I thought that's no, what you were saying. not that I know of. Uh, Dan's mom and I are forming a relationship, which I thought would be cool. I like oh you, but I'd like your mom. Did you? If you like What About Bob, you'll definitely like each other. I'm going to be honest. I had a hard time with What About Bob. I did enjoy oh, no. it. Like it is Why? enjoyable because Richard Dreyfus is right, and everyone else in the movie is wrong. Right. You guys ever heard of this thing? Willing suspension of disbelief. <laughs> We learned about it, and like, this sounds like this Fox character still talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we learned about, about it in acting gravity. school, and it was just like sometimes you just got to be like, "This is crazy," but I'm willing to get on board with your story. Uh, right. Well, but you could not unempathize with yeah. Richard Dreyfuss's character. Well, it wasn't even that because I actually didn't. Uh, I didn't particularly like him either like i think they did a good job at making him you know like the dad from peter pan enough where we're like this guy's grumpy and, and into money and whatever he's but, like uh, a control freak right and bob yeah. messes with that kind mm-hmm. of well he was very like appearance oriented yeah um but but i was more i was just like everybody's psycho how are how is his family like what's the big deal let yeah. this guy stay for dinner that's my Julie Haggerty voice. That's good. Uh, thank you. Um, but all that was just to say that there's that bus ride where he's on the bus and everybody claps when he gets off the bus. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Destination. Uh, <laughs> really funny. <laughs> but some of it was very good. And also it, it did like massage the 90s nostalgia. Oof. Right. That was working for me. I watched um, Groundhog Day the other day. Mm. Did I tell you guys that? Another another Bill Murray clip. Really fun. Is it? Oh, my God. It's so good. Yeah, I don't I know really that like I've it. seen it since it came out. That and What About Bob? We, like, we watched in our household in the 90s, but I haven't seen them in a long time. I don't think I've seen Groundhog Day in its entirety ever. For, oh, really? For me, Groundhog Day holds up. Um, it's a really be- great, like, yeah, smart and like really funny and like well written, and you're like, God, these guys were good back then. Mm-hmm. Well, it's so rare that you even get like a like a big premise movie like that at all anymore. Really, that's like a big comedic premise. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's high concept now. Yeah, I feel like you don't get that as much now. They're all like action comedies or whatever, but they're rarely anymore. Like, well, I, I was theorizing. The those. I feel that like part of the reason. Is that PG movies have gone away? Like as a uh, yeah. like, it used to be that everyone goes to PG movies. Totally. Like all of our favorites are PG from growing up. Well, and I think I, also they sell everything like internationally now, like they didn't used to. So everything has to like look like a big action movie. Oh, like, oh so so they they spend more money on movies, but they sell 
a billion dollars because they sell them to China and everywhere else. Whereas like, you know, Groundhog Day, if you don't speak English and get Bill Murray's thing, there's probably not that much interest. Is that rude to say? I don't know. No, no I'm sure. I'm sure. Like bigger, definitely on. bigger movies. Well, I mean, the, so, the, you can. At, do we need to talk yeah, about Yeah, you can at least look at we'll the I, other. I might hate this conversation, but on Bill Murray, because Bill Murray's had like a. I feel like he like goes this way in the culture. He's kind of always going this way in the broader culture, but I think amongst comedy people, there's like a bounce back against him, and then people love him again. Uh, I don't know that I have like a firm feeling on him. Except the one thing I did enjoy about there's like this one take in What About Bob where they're doing, they are doing the fake Tourette's, uh, him and the kid at night. See, like that was very hard for me to get past that they just had this guy's patient sleep in a bedroom with their child. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it was a different time. Uh, anyway, um, and. And Richard Dreyfuss goes to exit and he's like, all I want is some peace and quiet. And Bill Murray goes, I'll be quiet. And the kid goes, I'll be peace. And Bill Murray laughs so hard at it behind the pillow. And there's like no way it wasn't a real laugh. It's it. And that made it. That was like very fun to me that he thought Mm -hmm. that was so fun. So I suppose I like I like. He seems very willingly playful and like silly to me in a way that I like. That is what I like about him is that he's got like a childlike playfulness energy that is fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hi, hi. Thanks for doing the Q and a, um, uh, I was a huge fan of home alone when it came out and happy to be watching it again on the 25th anniversary with the director and the writers. And obviously I have some questions like everyone else in the audience with me. Number one, why didn't someone just call the cops on these guys? Why didn't someone just call the cops on these guys? You know, they could have arrested them in a snap and Kevin could have been safe and with his family, a S a P I'll take my question on Mike. Well, um, sir, as one of the producers, uh, I guess I'll tell you that first of all, there's a line, uh, and the people that were standing in front of you in line were also waiting to ask questions. <laughs> okay. So but these were all time, kids. Don't... Yeah. So these next were all time, kids, you know, well, anyway, uh, if we wouldn't have arrested them right, right in the beginning of the movie, wouldn't have been able to make the rest of the movie. So, there's a, this idea of a willful suspension of disbelief, right? Where you have to figure out where, hey, I'm just going to go with this idea and see what happens. And that's kind of what we're going with with Home Alone. You know, hopefully no kids are home alone for Christmas. That's our hope. Okay. Well, uh, um, uh, I'm glad I still have the microphone here because I took uh, until um, my download of it ended up being corrupted i took a uh, uh, dennis um hopper's master class on directing and film and he says film did you should illegally su- download it is that why it was corrupted something happened with the download that is not you know it doesn't matter for this part of anything it doesn't the master class is a hundred dollars and all you get is like 70 or 120 of them or something like that it's too expensive okay so what's your issue sir well, Dennis Hopper once said that film is the director's medium. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's 
Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me, I'd like to ask a question. Sir, could you move out of the way? Oh, that's a strong kid. Excuse me. Yes, you sir. Can, yeah. Hey, sir, can you hold me up so I can speak into the microphone? I'll do my best, but I have shoulder problems. What's your name? What's your question? Hi, my name is Helen. I have I've watched Home Alone a bunch of times, and I was hmm. wondering why the mom doesn't just call home to the house. Why the mom doesn't just say "sit tight, warm France, sit okay, tight." You know what? So sorry. Uh, it's me, Christopher Columbus, and I should Chris Columbus, and I should have. I'm sorry. I let my producer take that first question. I was, I think, hoping to avoid questions like this, but I mean. You know, just uh, with the movie, she doesn't call home because the phone lines are down. Uh, that is explained. We actually went to great, must have been. We actually uh, went to great pains uh, to explain all of these questions. You know, they do call the cops. Uh, a cop does go over. Kevin hides because he's afraid. And let us not forget that Joe Pesci uh, uh, impersonates a cop at the top of the movie. So he's already questioning law enforcement. And let's uh, not forget that funny scene with the cop and his donut. I mean, that was a hilariously directed scene. I mean, let's talk about the comedy, guys. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. I mean, okay. Here's my question. Oh, sorry, These guys Helen. are getting. Sir, I, I don't think you, you ran up to the front again. You're not just up again. Okay. 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 All right. Please All right. pass the mic to a kid. Here you go, kid. Hi, my name's Jonah. Jonah. My name is Jonah, and I want to know. Read the paper. Read what it says in the paper. Buddy. Um, sorry. How do you say this word? Defenestration. How do you know it, the defenestration of this of this uh, child? Okay, so he wrote the word, but doesn't that... seems like he knows how to use it based on the writing. <laughs> Sir, this is very hard to read. No, you're doing a great job. You're, I'm yeah. criticizing the writer of the question who shouldn't be asking kids to answer his questions for him. I think we'll all be applauding when this kid leaves the room after that reading of my question, huh? Sir. Oh, so it is your question. Jonah, did you have your own question? Thank you, Chris. Um, my question was, what other presents did Kevin get for Christmas besides his family when they returned home? Are you kidding me? Well, that's a great question. No, I'm not. And you promised uh, me a stick of gum, you jerk. <laughs> well, you don't ever trust a strange adult. I'll tell you that right now. You learned a lesson. Stick of gum was your offer, man? Come on. There's no right way to do it, but stick of gum is low. There's also no defenestration Whoa. in Home Alone. Do they go through a movie? Yes, but nobody is thrown from a window. Okay. What does that mean? Defenestrate? Yeah. Means to throw out a window, right? Pull out a window? Okay, well, I misunderstood it in my question, I think. I what did you think it meant? I thought it was a film term. Like. Fenestrate. Yeah, well, like fenestrate. What? It's French. I thought, I don't know. I thought it was. Uh, yeah, it's based off of French... the French word fenetro, which means window. Oh, okay, Mr. Christopher Columbus. Are you from France or from Spain or Italy? Okay. I don't know the answer to that either, do you? You genuinely don't know if Christopher Columbus is from Spain or Italy. (laughs) 
Well, the the two names sound very American to me, so it's hard to know. You know which one. I'm going to make an says. executive decision. There's no more Q&A. We're just going to roast this guy. Buddy, you're an idiot. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Don't I get in on it? Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, a couple of other adult men here. Some disappointment from some of the other people in here. Look, I'll, I'll say this thing I do know. In 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. In 1992, Columbus directed a movie confusing to me and you. <laughs> big applause. Big applause. Just because no you're applause. yelling big applause doesn't mean there's big applause. You know, sorry. Uh, it's a family movie. Uh-huh. People have loved it brought uh-huh. a lot of joy. It told a wonderful story highlighting the importance of our mothers. And the most yeah. important part, the, the child was never hurt. The child succeeds. He, mm-hmm. you know, picks himself up by his bootstraps and lets those bad guys have it. We're proud of mm-hmm. Kevin, aren't we? Absolutely. I think that's the message to kids. Is oh, to not big be applause. <laughs> big, big applause. Yay! I think that was delayed applause for my no. Columbus thing before. I don't Late know. applause or okay no. Uh, excuse All right. me, sir. Excuse me, sir. Yeah. Did you offer my child a stick of gum? Look, to come this... with you into a small room. Now this oh, is you a know good who question. This man looks like you know who this man looks like is that guy who gets the nail in his head in the movie Happy Gilmore. <laughs> That's what this guy looks like. Look, <laughs> sir. Can count. Sir, if I knew you were the you can count guy from Happy Gilmore, I would not have offered your kid gum to ask a question. Your kid looks nothing like you other than you, the nail. You other than the nail. It's Can't genetic. The nail. It's genetic. All right. So you, and you better back off and leave my kid alone or else I'm going to send you to the moon with my fist and my golf club. <laughs> With my fist and my golf club. (laughs) That was good. Tali, you should do voiceover and only play men. (laughs) Those were good. Such a compliment. I can't even tell you. (laughs) It's always so funny to see people play uh, like against type, but especially with sex. Because it it shows to me, it always shows how judgmental equally both <laughs> or everybody is. Like yeah. women are always men being like, Duh, I don't know what to do, and guys are always like, um, I'm sorry, can I come in here? <laughs> and it's just like they're they're both such a like Character I could never understand yeah. this type of person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, they're both like a big admission of like how little you consider. The the other type i i think (laughs) like i know women are not that delicate and dainty but i definitely have to like put that on if i'm gonna play one otherwise how will they believe you well i'm six you know i'm six two two fifty i don't look like your average lady (laughs) (laughs) when you just did that just now i don't know i don't know that was that was an average lady yeah um we made a so we, a thing we've been doing for these is making a playlist, uh, and we made a one for this week's episode. You can find our playlists. Uh, they're supposed to have just a different happy hour vibe every time that you can put on while you're having a, a little private happy hour, or maybe hanging out with whoever you're uh, safe at home with, or um, when you're zooming with people. So if you go to Spotify 
and search man dog pod you can find all our playlists including this new one um and the reason i i'm thinking of it right now is what you were saying ryan and what we were talking about with movies of like nostalgia i've definitely continually going into um regression mode in order to find comfort i made a I, whole I'm, 90s playlist like did you in the first month of this oh yeah you did mm-hmm. and it felt really good i like uh, put a bunch of nirvana on it it felt very comforting yeah I, what is it about that is it just it reminds you of a safer like the good parts of a safer well, time or i think it must be that it's tapping into yeah like how we felt not just in a safer time but as children so like mm-hmm. ultimately and hopefully the safest time because I've also been watching a lot of The Simpsons and it really does scratch this itch of like, Mm -hmm. I just feel like I like really uh, remember that feeling of like being all played out, being tired in front of the TV, just like watching Mm. something and being totally focused on it because I'm not thinking about anything else. Uh, It feels very good. Do you think your nostalgia will grow as you get older? Like we're all in our thirties when we're in our sixties. Do you think we'll be nostalgic for 2018 or do you think we'll still be nostalgic for the Simpsons and like PB and J? That's a good question. I I bet that go ahead, Talia. No, I interrupted you. You go. Oh no. I was just going to say, I do bet that that like that childhood, maybe like 12 years in there is like maybe always the cornerstone of that, but I'm sure I'll feel nostalgic in a way for my thirties. Right. I definitely constantly am having nostalgia for not that long ago. Like I put two songs in this playlist that are from like 2014 ish where it's just, I have it just for with music, especially, but also movies and TV where it just reminds me of the time I saw it and what I associate with that. Uh, And it's very frequently like, summary type vibes or upbeat or chilling or whatever it's an interesting thing because when you're being nostalgic you are taking time away from like having a new experience which Mm. isn't bad but i that's sometimes why i wonder like am i just going to be nostalgic for the things that i'm already nostalgic for forever yeah or am i gonna like i don't know I'm, i'm sure you just keep growing but it's i don't know I think nostalgia, like, uh, did you hear what Alan Moore said about, um, we're not like turn off, uh, about he's the guy that wrote like Watchmen and the, uh, the Dark Knight Returns and, uh, maybe, I don't know what else, a million things. Uh, but he was saying around last year that our cultural obsession with superhero stuff is very worrisome and it's about everyone's inability to, age and like become adults and it's uh it shows uh, like a cultural stuntedness really yeah a lot of people i mean yeah people say that about nostalgia in general is like you're hearkening back to a time when you were happy because you're not happy with like today (laughs) like on a i don't think that that's a fully a blanket thing obviously nostalgia can just be like a nice time you remember but if you're living only in good memories and not but, creating new ones. I yeah, I'm curious about that. That's interesting. That's different right than now what you were saying, Dan. No, that's exactly it. I think. And right now, it's it's definitely true that I'm living in like old memories because I don't want to be present right now. Right. Uh, I even so. feel like that with like you know our government and the GOP and whatever. It's like no offense, but the way you guys are fighting, like how long do you think you're going to live? Like you're fighting as if you get the next hundred years too. 
Right. You know what I right. mean? But like you are at the end of your life, all of your, and it's hard to like have that conversation, but it's like, at what point are these old people going to like, it's not for you anymore. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 I do mean, you actually believe you have my best interests in hand? Because I don't think you do. But but that must be such a tough thing to come to terms totally. with when you are getting old, right? Like, yeah. I, I can't make fun of them like that's not going to happen to me. Yeah. No, and I almost wondered, too, if it's like that. Because I think about this in terms of older people getting kind of cranky or, like, all of a sudden seeming wildly opinionated about a very small thing. And I do think something kicks in where you're like, what am I leaving here? What Mm -hmm. difference have I made? Like what, or also, and also like, I don't want to feel left out. I don't want to feel like I'm going to go and it's not going to matter and everything's going to change, which seems pretty human. Consequences start to feel a lot smaller when you're getting close to the big consequence. Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it, uh, no matter what you're about to go. So then being offended by your voice doesn't really matter anymore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Also, just like think about how drastically different we are as 30 somethings than our grandparents were as 30 somethings. Like, my Jima, she got married at like 17. And my grandfather was in South Korea, like fighting in the war. And yeah. And then, like, can you imagine the life that they led when by the time they were 35? I mean, I feel like it, it's like they were so mm-hmm. into their adulthood in a way that I don't feel. And this is obviously so specific to like me and also like where we are located. In L.A. and our career. L.A. And, and our career is such an odd situation. But like I don't feel as like settled in my adulthood as I think my mm-hmm. grandparents or my parents felt, you know. Yeah. But a lot of the benchmarks of how you evaluate that adulthoodness have been like kept from us too. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like you said, they all had been to war and then came home to like their house mm-hmm. and home and kids. And I mean, none of us really have that, you know, no. what I mean? or so totally. many less of our generation, but us four, none of us yeah. have kids or a, a home or all that stuff that does feel like, oh, my settled adult life. We're all still like, I hope my next apartment is better. <laughs> You know, it's like on the hamster wheel a little bit more rather than like settled as an adult, I feel like. I celebrated an anniversary this past week, uh, a year of dating. And uh, I mentioned that to my, thank you so much for the applause, big applause and some air. I think that was for me (laughs) earlier. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I was, I mentioned it to my mom and she was like, how do you know? And I was like, because I know when we started dating and she was like, I would never remember that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, because people, cause people date so long now that like you count that stuff, you keep track of it in a way that you didn't when you dated for eight months and then got married. Yeah. Right. Got, yeah. You dated for, you know, six months, got engaged, eight months, got <laughs> married. And by a year you had three kids. Yeah. You just have to remember the one anniversary because it came soon and always happens. Mm hmm. I thought when you said when you said your mom said, how do you know? I thought she was giving you the big question. She's like, how, how do you know? know he's the one? It's right. like, damn, mom. That's like a friend question, not a mom question. Mom yeah. is supposed to be like supportive, not like challenging like that. Right. 
No, I would say my my mom will get in there like within three months to be like, mm-hmm. do you think you can marry this person? Wow. Oh, wow, mom. That's nice. I guess it's a nice question if there's not yeah. like accusation or whatever on the other end whatever. of it. Yeah. Right. But the how do you know sounded a lot more judgmental. Right. How do you know does sound judgmental. What did you guys do for your anniversary in quarantine? Uh, quarantine. <laughs> um, well, the day was like pretty normal, but we got little doms, um, which was very exciting. And we got their penicillins because <gasps> they do. Let me just shout out little doms. They do like mason jar cocktails where it's essentially four drinks. It was 36 bucks, which is like an excellent deal for four cocktails from Little Doms. Mm -hmm. They send it to you like undiluted. So you just shake it with some ice and distribute it. And it was so good and such a nice treat. Um, uh, Yeah. So we did that. I don't know. Sounds lovely. Yeah. It was really lovely. I like that. Very lovely. I really prefer like a lovely smaller thing than like a big event that is not that you can't really feel the whole time. You know what no, I mean? Me too, 100%. I also like things, this is maybe weird, but I like things that are repeatable. So like uh, if they like I like things that can be built on as a tradition yes. more easily and if it's always something huge, I don't know how you do that. That's such a good point. Yeah. I feel like that's a big part of growing up is like not needing to be amazed every day by no. something new. Like, you know, like growing out of like MTV culture or what, like, just yeah. being like, you know, what would be really nice is every year if we had the same nice cocktail. Like, exactly. It's just such a more sustainable thing. Yeah. Much more sustainable. And also, as, and I, I think, well, maybe all of us are, uh, Ryan, have you ever worked in a restaurant? Yeah. Okay, so all of us. I think that is the biggest issue with people going to restaurants and their enjoyment of restaurants is their just catastrophic expectations or like zero managed expectations Mm -hmm. uh, that they're never happy. Yeah, it's like a true class issue. It's like, we are not your servants. This is a public space that you are paying for. (laughs) Right. And... Remember, like, people used to, probably 20 years ago, just, like, walk into a place and try it, never having looked at it on Yelp, never having read any reviews about it. So they have no expectation of the service that they should be getting, or nobody's put in their mind that if they sit in this specific place, that it's going to be better than if they sit somewhere else. Uh, And I just, I think that was probably better. Mm -hmm. My nicer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never want to see a movie when somebody's when like the whole world is like it's the best movie in the whole world. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I'm ne- I'm never gonna like this movie, mm-hmm. right? Did we already have that conversation? We briefly did about um that Fiona Apple album. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I haven't gotten a chance to listen to the playlist yet. What'd you put on it? Oh yeah, let's talk me. about the playlist. I like this playlist because we all have somewhat different styles. And when mm-hmm. we four put them together, it's like, ooh, this is more eclectic than I would have made. Uh-huh. That's yeah. It's eclectic. I definitely made my decisions based off of, because Ryan sent his songs first and Tully sent hers. And I was like, oh, okay, this is vi- this is vibes. It's very like, um, 
it's got a moodiness to it a little bit. So I, tried to, I tried to exist within that moodiness. That's so funny. I listened to Ryan's and I was just like, okay, okay. How can, what's my version? I kind of was like, what's my version of each one of these? Because oh, cool. I don't, I like listen to so little music. I like have like, I know like so few songs. Same. So same. Uh, yeah, it was like fun being like, okay, well, if I do like a, something like this is, this is my vibe and that's, Yeah. I tried um, to think of songs that I would be happy to hear during a happy hour, and they also are like different points. There's one rap song on there that's like how I feel when I'm really drunk. Uh, there's one called Candy, and it's like a harder song than I would really listen to, but it's very like sway. Like the beat is really cool. And, I love and, it. And I love what, that. When I'm wasted, that's like exactly how I kind of feel. Is I want to <laughs> just like float around in a car or whatever, not driving. Totally not driving. But, it's an Uber. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Totally. I put um I put a couple songs from like I was saying that are like from my 2014 to 2017 ish probably where mm-hmm. I was listening pretty uh, extensively. It was probably even earlier than that to KCRW, uh, and so it's like a lot of like whatever pre pre popular indie music like they're mm. like discovering it. Um, and it's kind of like I have a song by Metronomy on there and one by Mr. I think Mr. Little Jeans was the other one uh, and they both just really remind me of that time right around when like life started to feel a little more in my own hands mm. um, like I associate that with like around 2013-ish where it's like I wasn't working at a restaurant anymore I was making money exclusively in comedy uh. I had a little more control over my day to day. Um, and so they're both songs and, uh, Oh, Django Django, which also kind of is around that time. That kind of remind me of that vibe. And then I threw a drum song on there. Cause it's, uh, I could put a drum song on every single playlist. That was the first one. (laughs) Yeah. And it's all about, it's all, it's all like, it should be the first song of every album. (laughs) It's just like all about like hope and, uh, self-confidence kind of so good so check out our playlist go listen to it go vibe to it it's big vibes summer's coming out so is our playlist (laughs) uh an article just came out today um about it was the uh, on on new york times and it was uh, an oral history of the shooting of mad max fury road Mm. uh and it's like i mean the kernel of the idea started in like 2008 and i think that and they started to like shoot it or they were about to shoot in australia and then got cut or in 98 sorry they were about to start it stopped then tried to start again with like new cast had to stop again because of weather issues then again like a year or two later but uh part of it is there's like some subtle stuff of how charlie's theron and um uh tom hardy tom hardy didn't get along and it was so interesting reading that and immediately imagining that it was Tom Hardy's fault for me. I was just having that thought in my head as you were you saying guys. that. As you were saying that, I was going, isn't it weird that I'm automatically like Tom Hardy's fault for sure? Yeah. <laughs> That's so fascinating. I I just want to know more. Like, it seemed, people kept being like, they have very different acting styles and the, their process is very different from each other. And, like, uh, who cares? Like, why should that matter? Like, also, in my head, I'm like, how much are you guys hanging out off screen that, like, would matter? They shot it in Africa 
like on location in the desert. And so they're in the cab of this this uh, war rig Oof. like 12 hours a day in the elements Ooh. in the winter also. Mm-hmm. Um, so and, and their roles are also year, crazy different. She's like kind of a human and he's kind of like just trying to survive and not talking to anybody. Yeah. Like he doesn't even really have lines, does he? Doesn't he just like fight? Yeah, it's a he has like a handful of them. They're all voiceover um, or like ADR. This isn't totally fair of me. And honestly, I'm like in love with Tom Hardy. Uh, and I think he's great. I do. But I think I have, he's a really good actor. But I have seen him do interviews. This is the thing that bothers me some. And I find it particularly pre- uh, prevalent, uh, no offense, with male actors where like, He's doing an interview and he's just like roasting the interviewer's questions. And he's oh. just like allowed to be like, mm-hmm. why are you even asking? Is that really mm-hmm. interesting? Is this really what you want to talk about? And I'm just like, one, Charlize Theron <laughs> probably sits through every press conference, every interview she's like ever had to do and talked that. about. Yeah. And talked about her fucking body transformations and how whatever, if all you want to talk about is how I lost the weight for this role, I right. guess that's what I'll talk about. Uh, and now the unfair thing that I'm putting on him is that I it feels I could see it so easily being like a Johnny Depp scenario where like Charlie shows up totally prepared for this stuff or like I remember Jessica Chastain doing an interview I think about Johnny Depp that was like I mean I don't know I guess I've always just learned my lines and come to work prepared <laughs> but I suppose some people don't do it that way. Right. And, and Damn. so it is, ve- I just like very quickly and very easily am able to be like, huh, I can see that being an issue and I can see it not being Charlize's fault. He does seem like one of those people who's really good at their job and really bad at working with anyone else. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Where it's like, man, he really delivers. So he never learned how to help or totally. how to like, like give any space. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I would never want to spend any time with like any huge recording artist because they're there to be seen and heard and not listen to anyone else in my unfair judgment of them you know like even in his movies where he plays like two characters that are twin like yeah it's like you don't even want co-stars you want to play both roles (laughs) norbit etc same thing with eddie murphy (laughs) oh i do think eddie murphy deserves an oscar though i think you should have gotten an oscar for um for norbit no, for um, for for Rasputia and Norbit. No, for the man across I... from Rasputia. No, for, Nor- for Norbit. For Bowfinger. <laughs> I just watched and... Bowfinger, and that is a real. Yeah, I agree. A classic. He really is funny. so good in it. We talked about. Did we talk about MacGruber on here, or was that? Yeah, it? we briefly did. MacGruber's like on one here? of my favorite. Not on Happy Hour, sorry, on on, around. But MacGruber I love because it's like a hard comedy and like not Mm -hmm. trying to be anything else. And that's what I love about Bowfinger. Uh, Or or even um, what we're saying, Groundhog Day. Like the purpose of that movie is just to be a comedy and it's Mm -hmm. not like a love story comedy or an action comedy. Like it is a comedic premise movie and that's it, sort of. And that's so Blow your mind a little bit. Blow your mind. Groundhog Day is a little bit of a romance. Of course, a romance. Yes, has a romance. A little bit of a romance. But you know, right, romance. You're right, though, that there, uh, those are somewhat rare. Uh, I last week I watched Pop Star. So funny! Ooh. It was mm-hmm. so funny, and really it funny. was also like, you're right. I mean, even though there is a like 
story of him being engaged in that it's totally devoid of romance and uh that that is very rare in movies that they are just like hard comedies right most things are like a story but kind of funny rather than like an actual comedy premise or you know yeah i always think about that um with the shows that get nominated as a comedy for like emmys right i'm like bananas the big c Mm, that's sad. <laughs> Cancer's implied in the title, right? It, it's yeah. It's like an award has to be connected to something that makes you feel smarter for having watched it, right? It can't just be a, a hard comedy or like a hard horror or something like that. Yeah, they're not giving Beavis like, and Butthead an Emmy. Uh, well, it sounds like someone's reading my blog. <laughs> Your blog is tall is called They're Not Giving Beavis a Butthead an Emmy, right? <laughs> yes, with the apostrophe. I actually them. haven't oh, well, read it, even though you on, keep but... emailing it to me. Yeah, I've never I'm not read it. I just it. see the title. <laughs> I did well, bookmark it <laughs> to remind me not to go to that website. The poster <laughs> oh come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great commentary on our relationship with the media and the way we treat teenagers in society. <laughs> Um, we're too tough on teens we're too tough on teens let them listen to their loud music (laughs) what do you guys think is the scariest part of society this is probably a bad question (laughs) well I think I I mean pretty immediately and I'm not an expert on any of this but the scariest part of society is it's it's the racist, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yes. I was I, after okay. teens, after teens, yes, it's definitely systemic racism and all that stuff. <laughs> the racist. Uh, so teens first, racist second. Any teen, any teen at all who's loud after school with more than four of them. That's my also, number one. <laughs> I also want to explain that my qualification was not, I'm not an expert uh, enough to say that racism is one of the scariest parts of society. <laughs> of course and it just is. That, <laughs> Of course exactly. it is. Just that I, I'm not an expert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, I, it is more and more uh, on one of my uh, like group chains. Someone sent a, um, a Instagram live of someone they grew up with who's like a southern dude. He lives in South Carolina now. And it was him drinking Natty Light and complaining about how coronavirus is a hoax. And, uh, you know, just like very right wing very just like uh weird lonely man and you can tell all of these people are 14 like everyone is stuck the racists are like it's so back to your thing it is teenagers ryan like all of these people are stunted 14 year olds Mm -hmm. who are so either who are scared um or not in touch with themselves and are reacting and just never grew out of that part I, like that's my problem too. I just luckily was like raised by good parents, and so my fourteen-year-old self is is not as at toxic. least nice. You have yeah. your, your own problems, <laughs> yeah. but at least they're your own and you're nice. Kind. But I feel that all our fears are like w- some version of our middle school or our mm-hmm. high school or like elementary school selves just expressing 100%. themselves. You yeah. can see it with that that's guy. Why I'm he... always worried if my friends are mad at me or not. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And are and, you guys? At Talia? Mad at... No, me. Forget about Talia's thing. My thing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not mad at any of you guys. I'm not mad at any of you either. 
Yes. I'm not mad at any of you. Yes. In fact, uh, I'm, a, I'm a big fan. Okay, I kind of have an idea. Great. Okay. Um, happy 35th. Happy 35th birthday, Ryan. Oh, thank happy, you. Thank you so birthday. much. Happy 35th. Oh, my God. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, I'm guys. so glad we can all be together. I was just, um, I was just curious. Uh, Dan and Victoria, you guys drove here together? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, but I, t- I texted you both and you didn't, you didn't write back. You didn't tell me that you were driving together. And then we all just showed up at the same time and you were... I was just already in the car. I'm so sorry. I was just already in the car with Dan at that point. We were kind of close mm. to each other over, you know, on the west side. And then we were just talking in the car, so I wasn't looking at my phone. I'm so okay, sorry. Okay, well, yeah. that's okay. I picked up the cakes or the cupcakes from Sprinkles and, um, yeah. you know, Victoria just popped by and got me. And I'm trying to do a thing where I'm not on my phone as much. So. Okay, that's fine. Just um, you can't sit with us tomorrow at work. Yeah, at work. What? Right, Ryan? We can't sit with you? Right, Ryan? Yeah. Um, we talked about this while you guys were arriving. Once we heard that you were together, we both showed up solo. And um, we're going to have our own party tomorrow since you guys had your own party on the way here. So um, it'll be fine after tomorrow, but uh, just One tomorrow, more. you can't sit with us. It was not a party at all. We were mostly talking about my my grandma and her health issues and stuff like that. I would not have defined it as a party. I would have loved to be let in on that stuff. I feel so far away from you. It's my birthday. I'm so sorry. It just never occurred to me that this would be an issue. I mean, I know we all work near each other, uh, but Dan and I just happen to be like truly in the same place it would have been it would have been insane okay it's fine then together okay it's fine then it's frankly ryan and talia you two live right by each other why did you both drive separately because we didn't know we could we didn't know that was an option i didn't know that was an option it's not it's not that it's not allowed it's that you thought of it and didn't think of us you know what Actually, I'm sorry, Dan. Go ahead if you have something. What are you going to have for no, lunch tomorrow, no. Talia? Maybe Subway? Mm. Sorry, Ryan, oh, Talia. Let's match. Yeah, okay, let's match. match. No, please, I want to get Subway, too. Please, I want to get Subway, Dan, too. Don't leave me out. Dan. What? After I'm tomorrow, sorry. we can. It'll be fine yeah. after tomorrow. But after tomorrow, tomorrow, we're going to go to Subway alone. Yeah. I Actually, it's not it. even alone. It's just it's for fun. Yeah, because you want to. Because it's I an option. To, I have to address something. Okay. You you two are giving me like very strong middle school flashbacks right now. I feel like I'm playing by some middle school rules. It, this was just this was just totally tactical that Dan and I were close to each other, so we drove together. Okay. All right. Why would you Same. Why would you treat it as a friendship slight? You're right. We're we're I'm just sorry. sensitive. We all yeah, wanted to have a party. Sensitive. Listen, yeah, I'm not we're in our 30s. Let's act like it. Let's see. The subway thing. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah, that subway thing was tough. I know. That's, uh, they it, love it, subway. It, it triggered a thing for me because Kevin Wheeler and Nate Arnold used to always go to subway without me. And uh, I would learn afterwards. And it's like, well, I live right by the subway. I could walk over. And they never told me or whatever. Right, Sorry. right. Yeah, I yeah, understand that. I get I re- that. that. I empathize. 
That I understand. Uh, well, I'm going to go get some um, whole milk to have with these Sprinkles cupcakes. Um, would anybody like a glass? I would love. Do you have any sparkling apple cider? <laughs> <laughs> For the cupcakes. <laughs> no, I don't. Because we all remember I want to have a dry birthday. You know, no alcohol. But did anybody bring... Sparkling apple cider. I, I didn't. I'm sorry. Martinelli's. I didn't. I accidentally. I'm so sorry. I accidentally brought champagne because I had. I had not realized the dry birthday thing. So I would just leave it as a gift for you. Well, yeah. Victoria and I stopped for a quick drink on the way just because there was crazy oh. traffic. And oh. so. Okay, um, Ryan. Do you feel me pinching you under the table? Yeah. Why are you saying it out loud? That's supposed to be a covert thing. What? I know. It's fine. You know what? It's fine if you're pinching it. Okay, we you stopped know, for. We were standing. I'm glad still we learned in Morse traffic. code. Oh, you yeah. were. You were standing still together. What to spend more time away from us? No, traffic wasn't moving. Oh, can I be honest? I'm not mad at you guys, but I sometimes do take a while to respond to your texts. Because when I do, it becomes a text conversation, that, and I'm in the middle of something else. Both of you, a lot of the time. Uh, if you would like to talk to me, you can ask me to talk to you. But you always kind of like hook me in with a random photo you think I think will be funny. Mm. Uh, so you don't even like my funny photos? I didn't say that. You only heard the very last part. It's That's Ryan's it birthday? That's true. And Ryan's my best friend, and I am not going to let him be treated like this on his birthday. Thank you're you. looping me out of any best friend consideration. That's insane. You're the you're the godmother to my daughter, and you're trying to tell what are you doing? <laughs> you're the goddaughter to my mother. It just feels like things have changed a lot in the last fifteen twenty minutes. Yeah. Well, I still would like to celebrate your birthday. Talia, yes, will you me be, too. Will you be the godmother to my son? If I ever have one, Avi. Avi. So if you if you have a kid with my sister, Talia is going to be the godmother. I guess that makes sense. I, will I still be the godfather? Oh, see, look, you just want to own everything, don't you? It's your yeah. sister, so it's your baby. I don't have you ever heard own... of narcissism? Because <laughs> we're yes. just learning about it. Because I just read about it. I just read the word. When did you guys both read about narcissism together? No, we didn't know we could read about it together. Mm-mm. You can do anything together. Nobody is keeping you from doing stuff together. Oh, my God. And Victoria, you're acting like my mom. <laughs> Victoria, you're making me embarrassed to be your best friend. Oh, my friend God. Right Look now. at the vein. Look at the vein popping out of her head. She's Honestly, freaking out like my mom. I'm not like anybody's mom. I'm just an adult. I'm just an adult. And if you're having an issue with that, I don't know what to say. Okay, mom. Okay. Um, you know what? I do have a child. I do have a child. So I refuse what? to act like one because, well, yes, I just said Talia's the godmother. <laughs> what? Wait, today's my birthday. You do know today's my birthday, right? Stealing my thunder much? No, this is not an I just my... said if I ever have a son, my you child... throw it in my face. My Victoria. child's four. What? You're making it very hard to be your best friend right now. Dan. <laughs> Luckily, we have an opening. Three. Yeah, we, we have, an, have opening. an opening. I don't sure. know. Sure. No, I, I, Victoria, 
I'm not going to leave you as my best friend, but I wish I had known about this kid thing a little earlier. You all knew about it. You were all there at my child's christening, at which Talia was the godmother and held the child. I had I never under- seen anything like that before. If anybody should be mad, it should be me. I had never seen totally- a body part like that before. <laughs> a body part like what? You think that my baby was just some weird body part hanging from me? Is a christening like a bris? <laughs> No, you're mistaking yeah. that for my my kid's bristening. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Dan I understood. has a kid. Dan has a kid. Why aren't we upset about Dan's child? We're yeah, that I know of. We're 35. Some of us have children. It's not crazy. I'm not trying to steal anything. Oh, God. Do you smell that? Who did that? Ew. Oh, Ew. God. Victoria. Not it. Not it. Not, 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 it. It. not, not it. it. Not it. Not it. Doorknob. That means we get to punch you in the arm, Victoria, for farting. That's not what that is. You farted and you're you're farting and you're hurt now. You're conflating two childish things together. I did not do that. Okay. It just smells a lot like one of yours. (laughs) It wasn't me. It smells like like one of yours. You know. You know how my farts smell, but you don't know that I have a child? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. The farts are in the room sometimes. I have to deal with the farts. Um, Can I give you your gift, Ryan? Yes, finally. Thank you so much. (laughs) It's a a locket that's broken in half. Oh my god. On one side it says best. On the other side it says friends. Oh my god. And there's no necklace or anything? Nope. It's just a locket. (gasps) That's awesome. When did you buy this? Your own chain if you want to. That's fine. Of course. Of course. What, Dan? When did you buy this? We just got into this best friends fight like five minutes ago. What about it? Four minutes ago. Oh, Jesus. On my cell phone, and I got it ordered no. here from Amazon. Nobody They're doing pretty amazing things these days with um, Prime. Prime. You know what? My mom is on care. Prime, so I use her account. Yeah, mine too. I truly don't even care uh, if you two are best friends. That's fine. We know that nobody came over to the table to deliver that gift. Nobody has been to the table. The service here is actually quite slow. But here, here's my gift for you. Victoria doesn't care that you're best friends because she and I are best friends, right, Victoria? I would consider you one of my best friends, Dan. Yes. Hesitation. Oh. Hesitation. I'm what sorry. Of? I just I just refuse to do this. I refuse to triangulate against each other. Okay. I'm not. We don't have to do this. Okay. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Okay. All right. Ryan, here's smell. <laughs> I just don't know what the smell is. Not it. Not, not it. it. How's that feel, Victoria? Punching me. Why? You know what, what, Ryan? Here's your gift for me. Don't care if you open it or not. I'm leaving. What? I'm leaving. Rude. I work work long hours. I don't see my child. I don't need to hang out with you know other. Okay, so we can all be under the same. You don't. We haven't seen your child, and you don't see your child. Look, if you leave, Spotify's going right into the toilet. All right, it's us and Fox. We're neck and neck. If you leave, we're going bankrupt. Spotify is going to be fine. I don't know. I don't know why we have equated Fox as some competitor of ours. It's not even the same market. Well, we we're doing the, the same. We're doing those what? T-shirts now, and they've done t We're trying to break onto their market. They've Tony got Tony Hawk. Hawk. I've been calling up. Um, uh, 
You've been Kelly calling Slater. <laughs> and I've asked you to stop doing that. Okay. Okay. Victoria, well, I want to apologize to you, even though it's my birthday, which is you should never have to, but I just want to apologize <laughs> for how upset you've gotten. And I do that's feel not a real apology. And I do feel responsible because I've been sort of cold. And I don't ever want to see you feel that way, and I apologize. Aww. Well, I mean, I appreciate But the did you fucking I... fart? Is that your fart? <laughs> Victoria, I hate to be this girl, but maybe you should take your bottle of poison and get out of here. <laughs> okay. Uh, Ryan, this is your gift. It's a decanter and two uh, rocks glasses. You know what? You can go fuck yourselves, all of you. A decanter <laughs> for rocks glasses? Don't you use for decanter the for wine? How many glasses am I supposed to fit in this decanter? No, it's like a decanter for whiskey. You heard uh, him say he was an alcoholic. No, I didn't hear him say that. When did you say that? Well, I didn't quite say it, but everybody that's my friend inferred it. Well, you know what? That's great, because I'm not your friend. Because honestly, this is all insane. <gasps> oh. Okay, I'll take a ride home. I will take a ride home because you're my ride, and let's get out of here. Uh, tell your son I'll pick him up tomorrow for... Uh... <laughs> Lily. So, you, oh, excuse me. What? I'll take a ride also. <laughs> I heard you. You're the I... dog. <laughs> oh, Victoria, that hurt my feelings so bad doing that to you in that scene. I'm sorry. No. It's okay. You play, you play uh, frustrated very well. It's I did so feel like cute. we were making you sad. No, but you did make me use my least favorite word. What? But I what? have a really hard time saying. The F word. Triangular? <laughs> <laughs> triangular? <laughs> I said triangulation. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I just said F word, F word. Triangular? <laughs> <laughs> I know what she meant. She was What's thinking the about word? the triangular F- word. F-U? F-U-C? No, I don't care about that F word. Oh. Well, oh, I, could, I know. I could guess a few others, but I don't want to <laughs> get it wrong. I know farts. Oh, I hate that. I'm oh, sorry. that's right. Yeah, that must have like been extra. Don't apologize. I'm so <laughs> sorry for making you say fart. It's crazy that that's how I feel. Don't apologize. So I'm sorry. not. I love to rile her up. I love to get her going. <laughs> There is something that is very lonely about being the straight man in a scene where everybody else gets to play and mm-hmm. you have to go like, no, listen, I don't like you. <laughs> it, I do start to like, like that scene, take it personally. And I do start to I, go like, fuck, why am I, I want to be that one. I, uh, did, I don't feel frustrated with you. I do still feel like we're all friends. <laughs> I suppose it was interesting that Dan decided (laughs) wasn't going to be with me. I mean, you didn't present much of a compelling case as your character. (laughs) You know what? The truth is, I'm a voice of reason, I think. I am too. You're a great voice of reason. Yeah. I think think we should all go around and give one person a note on that scene. (laughs) (laughs) Do we feel like I just gave Dan a note? (laughs) No, I'm Dan. I love it. You left me. No, you did the <laughs> right thing. We don't need two angular. voices of reason. Smart. And why is that? Yeah, that's why don't smart. we need two voices of reason? It stops the fun. We only need one. Let's have three people bring in the fun. There you go. Great note, everybody. Listen at home. That's how you do comedy. 
Uh, well, everyone, we've <sighs> sipped our drinks. We've heard our tunes. We've I chatted about the world. We've ate, yeah. we've eaten our strawberry slices. I've eaten one out of two. Okay. Uh, and that's been one of the happier hours of my week. Oh, Probably well, the happiest. This is the happy life. hour. The name is really ringing true this week. Yeah, agreed. Uh, same, same. Now, if you're enjoying yourselves again with the free content, please go to patreon.com backslash you're the man now dog and subscribe for more for video of this and so on. Find us on Spotify, the playlist we discussed at man dog pod. Uh, find Talia and Victoria's Team Yeti, which is now doing Herald Nights back, right? You're doing Herald, streaming Heralds for UCB? We are. I think yeah. our next one is June 8th. Ooh, put that on uh, your calendar, did, guys. If you haven't seen did, Yeti yet, it's a must-see. Yeah. Uh, we did a, we did our, we did UCB's first virtual Herald last night. Uh, they're trying to get through all the Herald teams, but we already have our next date, which is June 8th. And then we, uh, Yeti, does a stream every Thursday at 5.30 uh, on our YouTube channel. You can check out our Instagram, Yeti for real. That's the number four, uh, where we will include all of that business. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. Um, it was great to see y'all. It was great to laugh with y'all and great to drink with y'all. Oh, so much um, fun. And again, a very special, I meant to say this at the beginning because we didn't at the last one, but a special thanks to Tim Blaine for our great theme song, which oh, you're about yes. to hear. Thanks, Tim uh, Blaine. Thanks, Tim Blaine. Find him, timblaine.com, at Tim Blaine. Uh, happy man with the happy hour theme. Love it. Uh, bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Favorite.